Appalance. Appalance. You <laughs> fucked up everything. Oh my gosh, on Instagram, all the memes they're making. <laughs> I love the ambulance one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> you broke everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So good. Mercedes is selling fans now that say Appalance. Oh, that bitch. I'm going to buy one. I'd be selling all kinds of like pop up booth merchandise <laughs> if I was on Drag Race yeah. and had a catchphrase. I'd be selling like door to door, singing telegrams, like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'll show up on your door. Do you like a mailbox cover? <laughs> I mean, shit. Like Miss Fangie last season couldn't even sell a goddamn t-shirt. So well, good she, for Mercedes. She sold t-shirts, but just not cute designs. <laughs> yeah. That was awkward. I didn't buy one. Sorry. Stoney wanted to really bad. Yeah, I was I was like pretty much begging to throw my way money for a t shirt, but didn't happen, girl. Womp. Womp womp. I still need to order my Naomi shirt. Uh oh. Out of stock, girl. You waited too long. No. She knows I'm coming. Do they all come in like extra small? Oh my god. <laughs> it fits my arm. Yeah. It's like, sorry, we only sell this for skinny people. This is like the Abercrombie and Fitch of drag. Oh my gosh. Now I'm scared. Uh, Sorry, girl. And by the way, these shirts will 100% shrink every time. (laughs) Yeah, it's extra small and it will shrink automatically. It doesn't matter if you hang dry it, like it will shrink. If you look at it, actually, it's shrieking while we're just talking about it. <laughs> oh, my God. The best shirts ever. Mess. And you can only get them at Club 96. May I see a size chart? Club 96. We only have extra smalls. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, should we get into this episode? See. Let's do it. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right. Well, hello and welcome back, everyone, to another week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hey, it's Jamal. Hello, it's Stoney. Welcome back, everyone. It's always a great day to be gay here at Thanks for Coming. We're back, back, back again to discuss with you episode three of All... Oh, I was almost said All Stars. Wow, I'm in that mood, huh? Boop. <laughs> that shit's <laughs> over. All right. Uh, so we're going to discuss with you episode three of season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. But before we get into that jamal stoney please tell me how your weeks have been going oh i've been having mostly like an up and down week but like activity wise so really busy at work a little busy outside of work but still managing the wave so i'm happy to be sitting here and chatting tonight and not working on something (laughs) (laughs) even if it is an eight hour break before i have to start over and do it again (laughs) 
do it. <laughs> we got this. How about you, Stoney? Um, my week's been pretty good. You know, like I this winter for me has just been like totally terrible. It's been terrible here. So like the sun is out and it's like 40 something degrees right now. So I feel like it's spring is here. Yeah. Like it's above 30. Yes. Finally. So I don't know. Like it was just nice. Like the other day, Jamal and I both went out on a walk with the dogs. So we it was like walks. super nice just to like be outside and kind of like get some fresh air, see the sun. So I am here for spring girl. Yes. yes. Bring it on. Spring has sprung girl. Hope everyone is enjoying the nice weather. We lost an hour and everything. It has to get better from here. That's all right. I didn't need it. It's fine. <laughs> What hour? <laughs> Where, girl? Where is she? <laughs> well, for me, my week's been going okay. I've mentally checked out of work because, like I said on the last podcast, I'm going on vacation for three weeks. While this is out, I'll actually be on a plane all day. <laughs> and uh, I will be on my way to Italy and... I'm going to go see all the sites of Call Me By Your Name, obviously, where they filmed the movie. <laughs> I know you're so excited. I mean, do you know who I am? <laughs> Are you taking all of your posters just so you can bring back like the essence and hang it up in your apartment? Yes, girl. I'm going to bring back soil samples. I'm going to lick the walls <laughs> and taste everything. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. It's going to be great. I'm going to lick the railing right where Timothy Chalamet touched it. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get like this like electric shock and just like die on Instagram. Probably. Or like tetanus or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to be in Venice. I will be going to Nice and Lyon and Paris. So if there's any listeners in that area during from any time today and through the begin- <laughs> <laughs> through April 5th that wants to chill and have like an international meetup, feel free to DM us, girl. The week of March 18th. Yes. Slide into his DMs, girl. Yes. But if you don't live abroad and you want to keep up with my journey, I will most likely be posting snaps and or pictures on our Instagram and Twitter. So make sure you're following us in both places. I might do little check-in podcasts, like short podcasts, or I might try and like type up something to like post on our website or something like a little travel blog. Oh my gosh, a live journal. Yeah. Travel blog. Dear Diary, today I went to <laughs> Call Me By Your Name locations and I didn't see Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh, actually, I think Timothy Chalamet is going to be in France around the same time I am. So I'm like, oh my gosh, going to like, are you going to put on your like stalker heels and track him down? Yes, girl. Full on long coat, top hat, stick <laughs> Tracy realness, girl. I'm going to be <laughs> serving that PI realness. Yes. And in this situation, PI does not stand for private investigator. So. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I've seen this movie before. Like, Was it starring Melissa McCarthy? I don't know. I'm thinking the one with Aubrey Plaza. She definitely tackles somebody. Where she was just like stalking that Instagram person. Oh. That movie you guys had me watch. Oh my gosh. Someone Goes West. 
Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes yes. West. Yeah. Ingrid Goes West. That's such a great movie. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. But yeah, so that's kind of the tease for this week. I think we have one or two guest stars to fill in for me while I'm gone. So be on the lookout for those kind people that filling in, you know, there's lots of big shady boots to fill. So hopefully that they will be able to do that. Or maybe Stoney or Jamal will be the shady boots. Yeah. We're going to see whose bitchy side rears its head first and presents itself on the show. But we definitely have one special guest locked in for sure. We haven't decided yet. We might keep one, just the two of us for funsies but yeah there might be someone else we'll keep you posted you'll have to listen to find out yes all right you guys well let's go ahead and get into the honest tea spill of the week girl there is a lot of tea to spill this week and i am ready Uh, honest tea we're live and in color live from indianapolis this is friday afternoon (laughs) yeah early evening over here It's still light out, though. Yeah, I'm fucking blind right now. In about 10 minutes, the sun (laughs) will go away and I'll be fine, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Of course, we're talking about episode three of RuPaul's Drag Race season 11. We're going to try and make this one a little bit quicker because Homegirl is preparing for an overseas adventure. So hopefully you'll understand that uh, this week is going to be a little bit of a, a rush. Not not necessarily rushed, but it's going to be more of a vague Bob Ross painting. I like it. Yes. <laughs> we'll keep it cute. <laughs> yes, girl. So, of course, we started the episode. Miss Kahana Montrese has gone home. R.I.P. girl. Love you. She's gone. I, you know, I had faith in Kahana, but she did her best. See you on All Stars 6, girl. <laughs> <laughs> See you, girl. She's probably on All Stars 5. Let's be real. They just cycle no. through. She better not be. (laughs) So one thing I wanted to touch on before we even got into the credits, Silky was really getting on my nerves because she was saying, er, talking about Ariel and she was saying that Ariel, like she's just a social media girl and she is not a real entertainer. Nobody Mm -hmm. cares. And I'm like, girl, like, sis, that is not the tea, Silky, because coming from someone who's like, I'm just authentically me, like, don't go talking shit about other people. Right. I get it. Like, Ariel definitely came for you first, but it's not going to help anything if you stoop to that level. So, you know, let her stay there. I think she's trying to grow out of that. So, you know, don't replace her in that. Rise above. Right. And like all of the queens there are entertainers. There's different types of entertainers. Like just because you got your start on Instagram doesn't necessarily mean that you're less than, you know, a traditional drag queen that just started performing in the club right away. So Right. And Ariel performs in clubs. So she's just talking out of her neck. Right. Like with I know like what you mentioned, Jamal, that Ariel kind of came for Silky first. But to me, that was not necessarily like personal. It was just like, girl, she's loud and wants a lot of attention. But with Silky coming That's for true. Our, Ariel it just felt more personal like more it was like just like actual like her being like in her feelings and like really coming for the scalp so I was I agree I don't know it was really disappointing to see Silky you know kind of acting that way 
Yeah, she went there. Um, so to move on from that, the mini challenge is about is <laughs> really crazy, but uh, the mini challenge is that they have to get a look together in fifteen minutes, and then they have to talk their way into the backstage area of a seduction concert after party. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can just see Seduction's royalties just skyrocketing right now. Right. And also, this was just like an awkward challenge. It was so weird. (laughs) It was weird, but I kind of enjoyed it because it was something that they... It was something they've never really done before, Yeah, I thought. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the standouts were, of course, um, Nina West. She was one of the winners of the challenge. And then for me, the other two that really stood out were Mercedes and Silky. I thought those two were like also really memorable. (laughs) Yeah, Silky's big titty jiggle there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the only thing I had with Silky is like she's always so extra and she always has to like do more than what's like required. <laughs> so I don't know. I was kind of annoyed. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was entertaining. Like not necessarily the titty jiggling, but like when she's like, "Oh, did you tell? Oh, I heard I can come in. Okay, like and she like you know and she like bounced off the wall. She, she like charged the wall. Yeah, that was funny. You you could hear Rue like genuinely like was loving it. Like Rue loves when silky's extra so i mean i enjoyed it also i thought it was a little (laughs) suspect that they had picked raja as the other winner like she was kind of stuttering in the like the two seconds they showed of her i think they like liked her character like what she was putting on i could see what she was going for and i think she was achieving it and i think in the end it won rue over yeah i mean of course rue saw like the full had the full experience but just Mm -hmm. based on what they showed us i was like Really, Raja? Okay. It's a little tough to call. Definitely. So then, you know, um, then the main challenge is a Shevangelical talk show where they have to pick a pop diva to worship and convert like their haters into fans of that diva. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a little skeptical at first of this concept, but I think that it was really entertaining in the long run. <laughs> yeah, I think that this was a good idea for a challenge because, again, it's giving the queens kind of like that creative freedom. Just like pick a diva and entertain us. Like we're not going to tell you how, just turn something out. And um, I think this was a very enjoyable challenge for us to view for one team. The other team, not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that I really liked this, the concept of this challenge too, just because it was in this like social media age, like where everyone's just like standing for their team. Like I thought it was perfect because mm-hmm. Like a lot of like the, you know, the Gaga fans or the little monsters. Yeah. Or like Britney fans are like the, like this queen can do no wrong. So I thought it was like perfect for Mm -hmm. the episode. Definitely. It really was. So, you know, of course Nina and Raja win. So they're the team captains and they get to pick their teams. And team Britney was led by Nina West Mm -hmm. and then team Mariah. Mariah. I've already, she's a forgettable one. I don't know. Team uh, Mariah. <laughs> they made her forgettable this episode, honey. Yeah, it was not a sweet, sweet fantasy baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that team was led by Raja. And 
I mean, we'll kind of just kind of talk about the couple different groups and their performances now. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Team Brittany first. Oh, well, before we talk about that, actually, I just kind of wanted to quickly touch on, you know, continue our talk about Ariel and Silky because Mm. Silky was criticizing Ariel for wanting to be a singer with her. Oh, yeah. That we caught like the, you know, Beyonce versus Beyonce and Kelly moment. She was like, give me my spotlight. You don't need to be singing with me, you Instagram whore. But, you know, Ariel has something to prove. So she's going to insert herself where she can, you know, hopefully stand out. So I respect her, her drive in that moment. Yeah, I think like, um, I don't know, Ariel and Silky, I feel like at this point now, Silky is just going to like go after Ariel for everything. Yeah, she's going to nitpick. Doesn't matter what happens. Like she's going to like pick and apart any action that our ariel has yeah i think really at this point ariel's really like taking the high road and she's like you know like yeah we had our issues but yeah i want to work with you like let's get over it and Mm -hmm. silky's like just too got to in her feelings like she just can't let it go i mean like it's kind of the feelings of like the entire group but i think she's aiming most of her frustrations at ariel yeah And she better not let it get the best of her because we see how that works out. (laughs) Well, she kind of did an untucked, but we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So now let's talk about the two different teams and the skits. We'll start with Team Brittany, led by Nina West. What did you guys think were like the strong points or standout moments? I think Nina was the standout moment. She just like really controlled her character and the persona and really drove how the rest of the skit was going to be laid out and executed because everyone was following her lead. Brooklyn played off of her very well. Um, Vangie, you know, probably fed off that energy and went into her madness. That is Miss Vangie. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. And, you know, Everyone did a good job for the most part. Like this was very fun to watch. Yeah, I thought I I love this uh sketch. Like I thought that it was honestly one of the best ones I've seen like in RuPaul's Drag Race history in my opinion because mm-hmm. it's just like it's it was so well put together. The lines all worked. The team was very solid. I thought you know, Mercedes was probably the weakest one, but even her, she wasn't terrible, you know, compared to other queens in the past. So I think right. for me, Nina, like I said, like in the beginning of the season, I think we all said it, that Nina was going to like thrive kind of in a hosting role. Yes. And she like slayed this challenge. She um, just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And it seems so effortless too. <laughs> yeah, she made it seem easy. And then like Vanjie can basically do no wrong when she's just like screaming like <laughs> a crazy person. Yeah. Like a Chucky doll. <laughs> yeah, yell at me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't even have to like get her lines right, like where she was just like like saying her name instead of uh Brittany, Brittany. and like like she was like, Oops, and like everyone's just like laughing. It was like <laughs> definitely like an Alyssa Edwards moment where it's just yeah. like oh it's just Alyssa like who cares yeah um, <laughs> I don't know I thought it was just amazing I thought Ariel did really well too she so. did she she did well I was hoping that she did like she brought it to the table and she did I was proud of her 
Yeah, I think her and Silky both did a really good job because the song they wrote was really actually good and memorable. Mm-hmm. And like, I it kind of got stuck in my head afterwards. Yeah, I agree. So I think they did actually worked really well together. So there's really no need to be salty. So <laughs> and it know. was it was such a, like a churchy vibe. They were singing <laughs> like really Britney was. songs, but in a churchy way, which yeah. is just like they pulled it off so well. <laughs> and I liked Ariel's little. Oh, like at the end <laughs> yeah that was perfect <laughs> that's like so spot on like so like right in the character like that was really smart uh-huh. of her oh mm-hmm. I, and i do want to say too just because we didn't mention her but evie oddly i thought did so such a good job like she was basically like the Aubrey, the, the what is her name Aubrey, Aubrey plaza. plaza oh yeah yeah and like parks and rec yeah she's just like i'm from a shithole place she's in the just Midwest. april like <laughs> yeah I loved her like goth look and I think she really stood out like when she had her transformation into like a Britney stan like yeah I don't know like I loved her arm movements like they were <laughs> they really thought about it like like even then and then later on with uh, Miss Vangie when they were singing the songs and you see Vangie dancing like yeah, her dancing yeah. was really like funny and it and I thought it was really you could really tell that they had thought about it ahead of time mm-hmm mm-hmm this is a well executed challenge this team I also, when I first saw Brooklyn, I was like, is that Robbie Turner? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Jinx, is that you? Like, I don't know. Because I'm not used to seeing Brooklyn in red hair. Like, we've seen her in, like, pretty much blonde only, I think. Mm-hmm. True, true. So, next we'll talk about Team Mariah, led by Raja. What do you guys <laughs> think? I didn't have a lot of notes here because it was just really bad. I mean, we don't really have to get too into it if you don't want to. Do you want to know what my notes say? <laughs> yeah burning garbage <laughs> paris is burning was, but not in the right way <laughs> it was hot and not in the good way <laughs> yeah well Oof. maybe we'll I, just leave it at that what do you think stoney <laughs> yeah i mean i thought it was pretty bad um i do have kind of a hot take on the challenge though one thing okay that I thought was interesting was that the judges were very like negative about plastic tiaras, like uh performance and that. Oh, mm-hmm. but, and I didn't think it was like, oh, she was switching voices. Yeah, I didn't think it was like great or anything. Like I thought it was a little weird, but I, in my opinion, like it was better than what anyone else was doing in that, on that team. Like at least it was something interesting. I'll something give you different. that. It was a risk, right? It right. was a good risk. And maybe it didn't, she didn't pull it off as well as she could have, but I was definitely getting like a uh, house bunny vibes with it. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell really what she was going for, but I, the people I was watching with are, were like, Oh, she's possessed. Cause she's Mariah. Cause she's like crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I just thought, like, I don't know. I was like, for everyone else, they were just kind of boring. At least, like, she provided something that was different. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll leave it there. There's not too much really to dig into. There were really not too many high moments. But um, I one high moment or, you know, some event we have to talk about is Little Miss Vangie and Brooklyn's kissing and, and affection. What are you guys, like, excited about this pairing? Oh my gosh, I'm so here for this because they've already kind of, you know, said that they think each other is handsome and attractive. So we could have our first RuPaul's Drag Race showmance and I'm so ready for it. The cheese bald me is just oozing for more. Yeah, I'm 
like here for this. I'm ready for them to go like on an amazing race together and do other reality shows together. Maybe we can <laughs> have a spinoff called I Love Brooklyn. Like, yeah. Basically. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's that like? Fantasy Island or whatever, where they go to a <laughs> island as couples and see if their relationship can withstand the test of time. <laughs> So I don't know. Sorry, Silky. You don't get the spinoff, but Vanjie and Brooklyn do. They weren't yeah. even trying, girl. Yeah. Well, I'm curious if they're like still together. I mean, I don't really see them together anymore. Maybe it was like a little showmance. No, the see. Okay. So deep down inside, I feel like to keep myself happy about this, like I feel like they still text today and they're like, hey, babe, I'm at this gig. What are you up to? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Send me an ass pic. I miss you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm totally here for it. Totally loving it. But I'm just like, I'm like, okay, this was a year ago. Where are we at now? Like, tell me this is still live. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need to find out. Listeners, help us. Report back. Yes. And then another moment to talk about before we get to our break is Mercedes. They were kind of talking to her about her religion. Uh, Carrie was being a little oblivious or clueless to what the Muslim religion even is. Yeah, I thought this was... I was annoyed by this whole thing because to me it was like... I felt like they were really trying to pry into Mercedes. And I just felt like if Mercedes isn't comfortable talking about it, then you guys just need to like lay off. Like Give her, she's her probably. Space. I don't know. I just think like, you know, it's hard for somebody that's Muslim living in America to talk about these things. I think sometimes because it's so like stigmatized by certain people. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. Like if you reach a point where you feel like, okay, we can talk about it, but it's not going to change anything. So I'm just not going to do this. Right. So mm -hmm. I just don't think like I was fine with Mercedes not being wanting to be like super open about it and i think mercedes is maybe a little bit more reserved in general and yes you know just kind of like watching the live stream of the roscoe's where she was at last week you know you could tell she just she's not like a loud like out there queen which is fine we she's like more in the vein of cameron michaels you know so uh -huh. it's fine <laughs> I said the exact same thing when we were watching that. He's like, she's just more reserved and private. Like, not everyone's going to just spill the tea and be an open book. Definitely. But I, you know, still admire her for, you know, just not really being like, you know, not taking it to an ugly place. Be like, you know, like I told you, I don't want to talk about it or like being con confrontational about it. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was a little bit weird. And this is not Mercedes fault that they're billing her as the first Muslim queen. But she's like clearly not comfortable or wanting that to be like her complete identity right and i think that production needs to really take that into consideration because she's already dealing with a lot you know sharing the story of her stroke that happened on stage so she's like living through all this ptsd kind of and it's like one thing after the other you don't want to push her out like let her thrive exactly and with that, I feel like we've resolved all of our Act 1 issues. <laughs> and let's go ahead and take us a quick little break here. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. 
you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> it's Mariah Whores. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try to get that started for her. It's it's a good catchphrase. <laughs> I rewatched, in honor of this episode, I did rewatch the Shangela Mariah performance. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say that you watched Sparkles. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> or wait, wasn't it Glitter? Shan- yeah. No, Shangela's Mariah was so epic. We were just <laughs> dying all over again watching that. I know. I was like, why would you pick Mariah? Shangela already did a good Mariah. For real. Whatever. Stupid what lambs. <laughs> yeah, let's just slaughter the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's talk about the runway. Let's keep the show on the road, everybody. We've got no time for pit stops. You got to hold it until we get to the final destination. <laughs> That's right, girl. I hope you have an empty Pepsi bottle. Yeah, girl. Um, so let's talk about the runway. Category is fringe realness. And um, well, let's maybe talk about like our faves. Like, Who are a couple of your faves? Oh my gosh, clearly Evie Oddly, (laughs) like, what the fuck? That was just so cool. Like, we've seen kind of like the jellyfish umbrella motif before, but like the reveal, how she just kind of peeled out of it and the face beat was gorgeous. And I love the detail in the costume and it didn't look cheap. It looked very, very cool. And I love Troy Savant's reaction to that too. Yeah. 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 I liked I liked Evie's a lot. I also was really into Akira's uh, outfit. I thought that was like really beautiful. It was I really pretty. All the gold, like she just looked like I don't know. She just looked like a queen. The Asian influence is always like that kind of you know empress kind of style is always iconic, and you know Akira brought that on the runway, and it looked great. Oh yeah, those were good. Uh... I mean, obviously, we got to talk about Nina because I thought her look was definitely a rememberable one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, I, when she came down the runway, I was like, I don't know what they're called, but I was like, she looks like that one breed of dog. <laughs> oh, the one with like the big mop dreads? Yeah, in their face. Like you can't even see their face. It's just like looks like a giant mop. I think that breed, I think it starts with an M. I could be wrong, but I Oh, I know it. yeah, I don't know the name of it, but I know the dog you're talking about. Okay, so yeah. of course we like watch fashion photo review and they were not here for this look at all. But rewatching the runway and even the first time we watched it, like It's that Nina West energy behind the movement of the garment. Like that headpiece was very cool. And she was smart to make sure that it was constantly moving because it brought her look to life. And I was into it watching it on the show. Yeah, I thought that's like the problem with the fashion photo review is that they were like looking at the still photos, which is fine. But Nina's look, if you just, if she was standing there, it doesn't look very good. But in the moment when she's moving around, I thought it looked really good. And I thought she did a good job of making sure to always like keep moving her head back and forth like Brittany mm-hmm. and just like basically, just you know, so bringing it to life. Fun. Yeah. My one critique is I really, the one thing, and I said it when Milk had like a similar type of headpiece on in all stars i kind of don't like headpieces like that because it just takes me out of the illusion because you can see like it's like 
they're just wearing a helmet <laughs> and i'm like okay so like i'm just getting football player realness i don't know <laughs> i have the same critique for scarlet too because well like later we found out she had her wig reveal which by the way was an ugly ass wig but uh <laughs> yeah i couldn't uh, i was just like meh about scarlet i mean it was pretty like scarlet's pretty we thought it was funny that she had to stand with her like kind of hands out like the whole time on the runway <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that looked a little awkward i thought that in the moment i was like what is she doing like she can kind of relax right <laughs> um, yeah i actually i liked um i liked honey davenport's look actually i enjoyed that yeah. look i thought it was see i guess i don't know like for me i thought it was like like she was saying it was gaga i don't know why in my head i just thought of the formation i think it was just the hat it's the hat the big round yeah. hat I think it was maybe it was just a little too basic, but I really act, I do like I you know I like the idea of it. Like maybe if she had put maybe some like jewels or like necklaces that kind of like flowed down the front of the dress a little bit, a little, to make it look a little yeah, yeah, make it pop. I think yeah, some detail just because it was just all black and it so it was like a little bit like the fringes were there and like the hat was nice and all that but just if it had like a little like i wasn't crazy or something on it that made it like pop out a little bit more yeah so my my first favorite was evie but my number two favorite of the whole runway was sugarcane I was like in love with her look. <laughs> oh, Miss Sugar. <laughs> I loved all the imagery, like the Native American imagery and the feathering and the um the blues and I don't know. The makeup was cool. It, you can tell that there was thought behind the look. Raja was saying in fashion photo review that she wishes there was like a moccasin or a boot, but I don't think that this this um like orange poppin' heel with the feather. I don't think it took away from the look at all. Yeah, I thought it I thought it looked good. I'm glad to know that she is like of Native American heritage cuz otherwise I would have been like probably not like a good choice to do that, but I yeah, thought she's Latina and Native American. The look was was pretty solid. And also, I really enjoyed Plastique's look. She looked very snatched, and I liked her, you know, high Gia gun pony. That was a good look, too. She was whipping that shit, wasn't she? Yes, girl. All over the place. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that as well. I do also want to say that um, uh, Miss Fangy this week, I I didn't red dislike her look, but again, the red. <laughs> I'm bleeding over here. And... I don't know. Like she did comment on this on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that or not, but she was basically like, yes, I know I've packed like four uh, red things in a row. I guess I didn't like it as much as I, I thought, but <laughs> I was just like, okay, but I'm just hoping that we see something different from her. Cause I'm a little concerned. Like, and I'm honestly kind of surprised Michelle has not called this out yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i mean it was a good dress but yeah lots of red girl so yeah i think we can go ahead and move on so from here we find out that team britney wins obviously clear winners and the winner of the entire challenge is miss nina west so congrats nina we're so happy for you because we're all big fans of you very well deserved queen good job yeah i was super happy for her. like you could tell she was so excited that she accomplished one of her dreams so go nina so one moment from the runway that i really wanted us to discuss was plastique making 
my perception was her making a lot of excuses Fuck yeah, for bitch. the challenge. So I'm going to put some numbers out here for you. So Plastique only found out about pop culture three years ago, <laughs> uh, but she knew who Beyonce was four years ago. Uh-huh. And she's been living in the United States since she was 11. So I guess maybe she was like locked in a cabin like Ms. Cracker for the last 10 years of her life or something. Yeah, that or maybe she was actually fucking Harry Potter. I don't know. Um, (laughs) If you can find the RuPaul's Drag Race application, girl, you've been steeped in some pop culture. So nice try, bitch, but it looks real sloppy. Yeah, and I mean, she's a drag queen, right? So, like, I'm assuming that she has performed in clubs before she came to Drag Race. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you have to know, like, even if you didn't do, like, Mariah performances or, like, Beyonce or Gaga performances, like, other queens in the clubs that you performed at were doing them. Like, I don't know. Like, this was such a dumb, like, thing. Her narration gives herself away. Like, you you said you're serving high drag. If you don't know pop culture, how the fuck do you know what high drag is? It was almost like she just was like, oh, like, I was Amish for, like, such a long time. And I just came <laughs> off the farm and joined RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, no, girl. <laughs> I can guarantee you that Mariah Carey has played concerts in Vietnam before. Let's... <laughs> be real honest but she only lived in vietnam for 11 years so i don't know whatever anyways <laughs> so i was real bothered by that we were all like girl no we were all but, plucked um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so from there we find out that the whole team mariah has to lip sync for their life and i mean i feel like everyone was gagged like the girls that were safe were gagged all of the judges were gagged like this is never happened before yeah well you could tell that rupaul was just like annoyed like you could just see in the body language and how the questions were being asked they were very pointed and you better answer correctly (laughs) we we all the people well there wasn't a lot of people at the bar this week there's a lot there were like a lot of people nina west gia gunn and katya were like all in town so there was a lot going on this week here oh wow yeah (laughs) and it's comic-con but also yeah we were all like shook when they first announced that plastique was safe we were all like and the rest of you could go home could you imagine oh my gosh i would live though like come (laughs) on how crazy would that be you're like wow we're gonna be done recording sooner than we thought (laughs) yeah the lip sync was a hot mess like honey like launched herself off the stage and was like walking the dog and i don't know it was just a girl like there was a lot going on happened because Honestly, I feel like Honey just like self-destructed in this moment. Like she was not supposed to go, but I feel like Rue was just like, girl, you like completely fucked this up. So like you have to go now. This was by design because (laughs) what happens when you have what five or six bitches lip syncing on the same stage? Like you don't get a lot of room. You have to fight to keep your space and like 
make your presence known. Like failure is the only result unless you dig real fucking deep. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I did like was that right at the beginning, Raja kind of seized her moment and kind of walked out in front of everyone because everyone was kind of like planting and barking. Mm-hmm. And Raja's like, hey, I'm here. Everyone watch me. And I did like that she, I thought that was a smart move for her. That's what you're supposed to do in a situation like that. Yeah, I noticed that too because I felt like too, like, she wasn't like rude about it either. It was more just like, you know, like it wasn't like she just like jumped in front of them and said, get out of my way, bitch. Mm-hmm. It was more just like, I'm strolling <laughs> along. Like here right. I am. And like performative yeah. performing. So like, she didn't go full Venus delight or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like body slamming <laughs> bitches out of the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, um, but then I also like you kind of did notice like it was literally all the girls like crowded to the right of the stage in front of the judges and then like honey like off to the left for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's also kind of smart too because then honey can get her one shot. She can take up the full screen and all the other girls have to share screen time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened with honey. I don't know. I don't know, girl. It was not good. But um but yeah, in the end, honey was the one that went home. I was literally gagged because I thought in no way, shape, or form Honey would go home this early in the competition. We definitely weren't expecting that. Like, even after watching the lip sync, we still were, like, unsure. But when it was Honey, we were like, no way. What? If you, like, just quick question. So if you, if we didn't factor in the lip sync at all, who from that group should have went home? Hmm. I'm trying to remember who all was. So there. we have Akira, Plastique, Scarlet, Raja. Um, oh, I th- a lot of the people in the bar I was with thought that Akira was going to be the one that was going home because they were kind of giving her that edit. I thought it was going to be between Honey or Raja, honestly, because of their like singing portion. Like it was just unorganized, right? Because Raja, like, and she was the leader. Yeah. Also, if you're going to be the leader, why would you put yourself in the small like portion? Like that's why Nina did so good cuz she was smart. But yeah, I don't know. I could have seen Raja going home because she was like blaming I forget who the other singer was, but Honey, honey. I think. But she was blaming Honey and like hun- their whole strategy was Honey had the lyrics written and then Raja was sort of trying to like mimic the words to try and keep up cuz they actually did not know their lines nobody on their team knew their lines they all right. wrote their lines down right yeah i kind of feel so like sloppy if like we didn't factor in the lip syncs i feel like maybe raja should have went home just because same um, her um i mean she was the leader so it's kind of like in these challenges a lot of times like you gotta think okay who led the group and like who decided to like do mariah who decided to set up the line so like she it kind of fell on her yeah Definitely. So bye, honey girl. We'll miss you. One thing I wanted to talk about before we get into Untucked quickly is just like, give me your hot take on Trump the Rusical. Well, <laughs> see, I thought this was for because I knew Rachel Maddow is on the season this this time. So I thought this would mm. be like, okay, this would make sense if it's um, Rachel's episode. But she's not even the guest host, so I'm just like, okay, this is stupid now. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I. Re- it's one of those where I really don't know what to think about it. I just kind of have to see what happens and hope that it's not something awful. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. But um, let's talk about Untucked. There's really not too much to talk about. Um, the main you know, portion of Untucked was kind of like 
Silky being kind of trying to blame everyone else for her quote unquote shortcomings, even though like literally everyone on their team did so good. Um, even her. <laughs> right. But so yeah, so Silky was like not happy she had to worship Brittany because like I guess Silky's religious, which I mean she's like naked on television and like loud and crazy so i'm not trying to stereotype religious people necessarily but you would not think that (laughs) about silky right this just felt like a clear reach it's like you know again you know queen evie you know out here just collecting all of the edges you know these bitches are not ready she's like you just wanted it to be whitney and if you're watching Untucked at the top of the scene, Silky is saying herself, you know, I did not give my all because I don't yeah. I don't know Brittany like I, I didn't give my all. So those were her words. Yeah. So she was just mad about that then. Yep. I don't know like what she's trying to do, but it's just almost like she's just trying to be super dramatic for no reason. Like, girl, like you seriously don't. Like, you're worried about worshiping another god besides, like, God? Like, like, I don't know. Like, you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. This is, like, not... Like, you have to know going in, it's not, like, anything, like, serious, right? Like, this is a fucking, like, skit. Like, we're not... Turn it off. out here, like, you know, worshiping other gods besides the real god so it's like i don't know you're not walking into like a fucking um you know a porn audition like you get to keep your clothes on <laughs> like it's rupaul's drag race i don't know yeah <laughs> i'm just i was here for evie just calling her out on her bullshit to be honest so it is what it is <laughs> i kind of like that evie's like the moral compass of the season <laughs> And like it's keeps it really interesting i mean silky is like i mean i was like we're really trying to give her a chance to like be likable i guess i mean i know she has her fans out there but for me like she is just like kind of like a lot every week and at this point it's all kind of starting to become like a flat line there's no peaks and valleys yeah. in her like arc of her story because mm-hmm. you know of course they put a celebrity in the room and then all of a sudden the celebrity is like fucking silky (laughs) like and it's just like what the hell she just needs her like moments like scene stealer with every celebrity that comes in and i guess i just don't understand how she thinks it's gonna get her spinoff but whatever girl do you (laughs) and then this kind of leads us into her shouting match where she does her uh tear away (laughs) and untucked Uh, oh yeah i thought that was i don't know it was kind of funny but i don't know like i was ready Uh, uh, god it's not coming off oh shit so Uh, this was after she was basically being cornered for you know no you were just pissed because it wasn't whitney houston and you know for whatever reason it made sense to do her big reveal and say that she was ready even though she's on the winning team so like evie said snatching the words out of all of her mouths she's like bitch what does that even have to do with anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and no one said you did bad right but glad we got to see your tear away i guess i don't know it's like calm down like oh my goodness i'm trying to hang in there but she's dancing on the last quarter of my nerve yeah then guillermo and troy come back stage to kind of give the queen's advice i kind of uh sensed a little bit of flirtation from guillermo towards troy and i was like all right okay i did Guillermo's too. in this open relationship uh- 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Troy has a man too, but I don't know what their situation is. So I liked Evie's little back and forth with Troy too. Yeah, wasn't she sitting on Troy's lap or something? Did I invent that in my mind? I don't know. I, maybe I invented it. I don't know. Uh, Troy saw Evie through the double mirror while she was like getting ready and painting that purple <laughs> her stuff. <laughs> her pink sock. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to call it? <laughs> her pink sock. I like that. <laughs> well, I know you won't be here next week, but Jamal and I are still going to try to do Insta Live. So we'll definitely try to get like into Untucked more on that. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It was like a struggle bus week for us last week. <laughs> Instagram went down and we were just not having any luck and we got frustrated. So we just gave up. <laughs> yeah. They were having a moment. Like I've never seen it down that long before. But um, of course, per usual, we're going to log on a little early and test it. So uh, same time Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m pacific and still live at tfc pod perfect so now let's get into the points girl let's see how our fantasy league is coming will i continue to take the lead and squash <laughs> nick's shade or will stony <laughs> or jamal take over <laughs> so uh, this week is fun for me because i did really well <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we start out oh. with the <laughs> we start out with the mini challenge and Nina and Raj O'Hara both won the mini challenge, so that is ten points for me and an, oh another ten points for me. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Nina is on your team. Damn it, <laughs> he's just having so much fun right now. Can you um, hear him? The main challenge winner, obviously, this week was Nina. So I get another 20 points. Oh. <laughs> um, so we still have queens on the show. So basically, everyone gets five points for their queens, except uh, both, uh, I guess, Seth and myself miss out due to Kahana and Soju. Soju was not on my team. Oh, uh, Jamal is on... Is, is so you <laughs> stop trying to lower my points did nick pay you off <laughs> <laughs> um so this one is interesting this week so the winner of the bottom two lip sync so i decided <laughs> basically i'm going to give the winners of the bottom five lip syncs 10 points a piece yes um, so basically uh jamal gets 10 for akiria uh Work. jamal gets another 10 for plastique I get 10 for Raja. I get 10 for Scarlet. And then Seth gets 10 for Sugarcane. Yeah, Sugar. Um, so that brings the point tally. So after three episodes, uh, Jamal's in last place with 80 points. Tisk, tisk. And then Seth is in second with 120. Oh, word. And then I am in first now with 135. Oh, that's pretty close, actually. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'm convinced that Nick paid someone off on the RuPaul's Drag Race staff to do to rig this for your, our, your <laughs> fantasy league. I would be so impressed if that were true. This isn't fair. <laughs> uh, this is exciting, though. I feel like it's going to be an interesting league this season because all of us have like a lot going on. Uh-huh. It could really go anyway. Let's just flash back to Stony during the draft being heavily pissed. <laughs> right. And there's 12 queens remaining, so 
we'll see what happens. I will next. say we were very right about Kahana. We picked her last, and even on the All Stars one, we picked Jasmine last. So we've we have a pretty good record. We have a good sense of what's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> we can read. <laughs> I'm also sad that I lost my first team member this week. Bye, honey. Oh yeah, welcome to the club, girl. I know. I thought my team was doing real strong, but I lost one. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we've kind of shaken things up. You know, it wouldn't be fun if I just dominated the whole season. So let's see if I have a comeback coming up here. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so should we get into talking about trade? You know, I love me some trade. Yes, trade. 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 Trading cars, trade, trade, trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I Did wish you were see that where, easy. Um, Gaga, she she posted on Twitter that she wasn't pregnant, but the only thing that she's carrying is like LP number six or something. Work. <laughs> I'm ready for LP six, girl. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, she's busy. It's like whenever you see Beyonce in braids, you know she's working. Yeah. You know, she's up to something. That's her her power suit. Yeah. That's up, she's up to something. So this was Gaga's moment. That would be sick if she had, like, dropped her new album, like, surprisedly, and, like, she just changes her whole oh. Vegas show to, like, be about, like, her oh new stuff. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be amazing? It's so possible. Beyonce's done that before. I would physically like, the poop myself. the whole second leg was just a different show. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I would poop all over myself too yeah we're gonna poop all over ourselves (laughs) i can't wait it's gonna be so fun it's coming up too like it's mid-march almost yeah girl like another couple months we're gonna be in vegas for gaga i know i've been doing my push-ups so i can be cute in my shirts yes girl she's trying (laughs) yes All right, well, why don't we talk about some trade? Of course, we're here to bring you the sexiest segment in all of podcast history. We've got lots of hot trade picks for you this week, girl. So who would like to start? Um... I guess I can start first. Thanks. I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> um. So let me pull it up. So my trade for the week is friendly substance. Is his? Can I cancel Instagram this handle. trade pick before we even start? Because this is a private account again. Wait, is it really? <laughs> can't see it, girl. <laughs> Why do y'all do this? <laughs> you can't do trade for private accounts. Well, you just can follow it, and then you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're flying blind this one, you guys. Let's see what Stoney has to t- say about his trade pick. Maybe we'll just take a screenshot and like not tag him or something. Yeah, I ain't tagging you if you can't have a public profile. Like, if you're gonna be a thought Tiana with a private profile, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, we'll work the system. We'll just tag us. We'll take a screenshot well, okay. and not tag him. I've been following this person for a long time, probably before <laughs> public slash private profiles were a thing. So. I'm just saying this is the person I've been following. Him and his uh, fiance have been together for quite some time. And they're always like good friends with like all the drag queens. Like the Rue Queens? Yeah, the Rue Queens. So I, I can see that Valentina is following him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen um, one of these guys in Valentina's pictures before. Yeah, that's his boyfriend. Oh, they're cute. They um, look fun sized. So yeah, I don't know. Like this is just my trade of the week. I don't really know what else to say. 
Wow, he's so beautiful. <laughs> I got my magnifying glass pretty. out so I could see his small display picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to follow to find out. Follow us. Girl, I'm above all that those follow me hoes. Like what's what are you posting that no one else can see? Like I don't know. <laughs> so my trade is a little different this week. Um, Stoney and I were just talking earlier about how, um, goodness, we have like 80 or 81 trades each now. Like we don't know if we're repeating anybody. So please let us know if we are. And if we are <laughs> repeating you, then we must really like you. <laughs> but my trade this week is not, out of the Instagram box. I mean, I discovered him on Instagram. He's a kind of local New York actor. He's done some like short films and TV spots. He's on IMDb. So I guess he's like in the SAG club. Um, but his name is Barry Lee Shepard. Yes, Barry. He's like super. He's really cute. Grungy and just like looks like a very sexy average Joe. But he's like super small and lean. Usually not what I'm into, but Something about him pulls me in, y'all. And his Insta stories, oh my gosh. He just like spills his little actor heart on there and it's so genuine and it just makes you love him. And he's in the Slytherin house and he's a dog owner. So I don't know what else to say. Maybe I should just marry him. Oh, well, this is awkward. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> uh, is this like a throuple situation? Is this like maybe? Is this like sister wives? Stony said he wanted to go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is why, girl. <laughs> I found a piece of advice on your trades Instagram because his is not private. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some trade from Barry Lee Shepherd. Life is tricky, baby. Stay in your magic. What do you think that means? Because I don't know. I think it's a cute way to say be yourself and just keep slaying. Just because you put it in a neon sign doesn't mean that it's actual advice. (laughs) Girl. Oh. Okay. I approve of this trade. Yeah. Isn't he adorable? He's like nerdy hot. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I'm feeling this one girl's... Uh. <laughs> so for my trade this week i have um probably like a pretty on par trade pick for seth <laughs> um so we have an actor this week and if you've been following us on twitter or if you are in stony jamal and i's group text message you'll know that i've been obsessed with this new netflix show called the order yes Yes. It's like a really awesome show. It has like magic, werewolves, lots of fantasy type stuff. Yeah. Like really. And and literally like every person is hot in it. Guys, girls, like literally it's kind of strange how hot everyone is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I added it to my queue actually yesterday. So I'm excited to start that one soon. I already gave Stoney the warning. You know, I've always been like a fan of the fantasy genre. Like I used to keep up with, you know, I love True Blood. I've watched that entire series like four times. Yeah. Vampire Diaries was cute for a minute and then I gave up on it. Um, Twilight was great. Yeah. See, like fantasy is not really my go-to. Like Harry Potter. Like I liked it. I liked Sabrina. 
Sabrina was great. But I don't know. Stranger I don't know things. about this. I'm just not into the fantasy usually. Well, you yeah. better get into the fantasy girl because <laughs> my trade this week is Jake Manley. And he plays the lead person in The Order. And he is 27 years old. And he's got longer brown hair. I will obviously link you the Insta below. But he is really fucking cute. And he's like... Oh, I found it. Yeah, girl. He's shirtless and or naked quite a lot in this show. So I'm like, whoo, girl. He is cute. I don't see very many memes on his profile, though. Yeah. Well, at least you can see his profile. So we'll just take it one step at a time, girl. (laughs) I guess I should apologize because the first offense was me. This is like a trend that needs to stop, you guys. (laughs) Hey, they're taking themselves seriously. They just want to approve who's seeing them first. I don't know. Is that like to make sure that the people following them are active and not like just sitting there they just don't want like russian bots like liking all their shit i don't know but jake's cute af so just wait till we post about uh a picture of him on our instagram in our weekly trade roundup yes yes hey jake please like our shit actually i think he's engaged or something or married There's this like hoe in the, one of these pictures. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's mean. No, but there's. <laughs> I think he's in, he's with a a girl, and it's really upsetting that he's not at least gay. Ah, uh, forbidden fruit. Welcome to the Seth specialty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's our trade for this week. I think we've rambled long enough. So <laughs> make sure, as always, that if you're new, to subscribe, rate, and do whatever you do on your podcast app that you listen to us. We love to have you here. We just hit a thousand people on our Twitter today. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's so awesome. Oh my Welcome. God. Yes, mom. We're like popular now, so probably like about to be verified. So y'all hoes better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we're like so cool now <laughs> insert Beyonce meme here flip. <laughs> right <laughs> exactly uh, but for real thank you guys for everyone that's new that's joined our little queer family we love having you guys here you know we love to talk to you guys and interact with you guys so feel free to do that on insta or on twitter because we just love it we love to hear from you we love to read itunes reviews on our podcast which we got to do last week and uh yes yeah we need another one to read so make it happen and Thanks in advance of course i don't know will you guys be doing insta lives while i'm gone on wednesdays probably we'll see might as well yeah we might as well keep it going you've had a good turnout the first one yeah um so yeah stay tuned we'll probably keep it up yeah stay tuned maybe we'll drag someone else in another special guest yeah maybe you guys can like guess nick even though he continually shades me on twitter it's really uncomfortable oh my gosh maybe um queen eliza will join us and tell us opulence opulence Mm. you (laughs) earn everything everything (laughs) (laughs) just like next week on the podcast when i'm not there opulence you (laughs) do everything (laughs) yay (laughs) sorry girl not me i'm on vacation well deserved no problem sir all right you guys well i think that's about it is there anything else that i haven't rambled about yet (laughs) 
Nothing else for me, Stoney. I don't think so. Have fun on your vacation. Yeah, safe like, travels, bitch. It'll be fun. Yes, girl. I will be incommunicado. So I'll try and, and pop in here and there to let you guys know that I'm still alive. But we'll see. Let us know the time difference as soon as you land. It's a 25-hour time difference. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so confusing i know i saw a tweet (laughs) i saw a tweet where somebody was like i hope we lose an hour every month for the next six months so time is lost forever (laughs) and i was like why (laughs) that's some dark shit all right well thank you guys hopefully you guys can all hang out to your hours of the day i will be joining you guys in uh, three weeks and until then, hope you guys have fun without me. Bye. 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 Bye, loser. Hope you die in France. <laughs> so rude. JK. <laughs> Stony's rude.